Welcome to Do the Right Thing, your weekly writing problem podcast. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Jarvis. And Jarvis and I were aspiring writers with one simple and very common problem. We never actually took the time to sit down and write. Exactly. So to solve this issue, we're issuing a challenge. Each week, you sit down for 30 minutes to write a complete short story using three or four randomly generated words. Then we come on the podcast, we read a story, we talk about what we learned in reading it, and then we talk about the rest of the story sent in by you wonderful listeners. Mm-hmm. The exact mundo. We're simply here to help you do the right thing. A doof media, media production. production. Have you seen a Slasher Slash Place? Place I have not. Okay. So but I think I think you've told me about this. Before. Yeah. Did you do? Yeah. I guess you weren't around for the first one, were you? I think that's when you told me, right? Okay. No, no, we didn't know because that was back in 2016. I remember because. Okay. uh, Sorry, y'all, older people, but I was still in high school. Um, So yeah, I remember I was. It was my junior year in high school. Um, Uh, You're old, hot. You 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 fell off plus ratio. (laughs) Plus ratio. Thank you, Jarvis. Um, Get ratioed by a podcast. So what would it even look like? I don't even know. Just like a whole a whole bunch of podcasts talking about, about it, That's but funny. under but under your your tweet, like they're all just <laughs> linking their fucking their their episodes, their podcasts where they make fun of you. Okay, um, yeah. So, uh, place was uh, April Fool's Day uh, in twenty sixteen. Um, Reddit always does like a special like a some sort of special thing on April Fool's Day. Um, and that time they came out with this like this big uh canvas and every five minutes you could place one pixel and um it was really interesting seeing the journey as it went from a chaotic blank canvas with people fighting um then people slowly started like form patterns and join factions um mm-hmm. you know trying to color the entire page uh different colors people but then, have made flags on yeah, it yeah people making flags, flags extending yeah. the flags and then um finally organizations making art um that would fill in all of the gaps uh, left so um they did it again for the saber fools uh um six years later so a good amount of time passes which i think is totally necessary because like it kind of needs to be like the olympics if it was every year everyone would get bored very fast but since it's so yeah. far apart it definitely still feels like a special occasion um and they uh they did a, a gimmick because um it totally it was very different from the first time it was so much more organized um, eight hours during the first place, most of the canvas was blank and it was just chaotic. There wasn't any like art or anything. Um, yeah. but within like five hours of this one, most of the page was already covered with art, um, and like vying for space and, and stuff. Um, okay, nice. So there's a lot more organization. Oh, yeah. Cause I mean this, cause this is still, uh, community community driven, so mm-hmm. there's no overhead. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, and uh, what they did differently is that um, after 24 hours, they doubled the size of the canvas, so they added a whole new giant blank space for people to fight over. And it's been interesting watching um the the, the culture grow and stuff happen over time. Um, mm-hmm. So some highlights include in the first part of the canvas, um, the trans flag was unfortunately placed where it was like being extended um, and it, it was bordering the UK flag and then following that the American flag. And Oof. so there has been... Symbolism. Yeah, no, literally. Like, I, so the trans flag was able to blast through the UK flag and it, until the UK flag moved um, and then like met an impasse at the American flag. Um, and there's just been several like back and forths where one of the countries will like just take over a section 
of the trans flag and just destroy it. Um, and then enough trans people will wake up in their respective time zones and come back and, and fix it all. Um, yeah, finish, finish the, the yeah, job. Yeah, so there's been some interesting back and forth. Um, on the new canvas, like, it was so much more, I don't know, filled with trolls than in the first section. Um, there's been so many more dick drawings um, just everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> like, there was <laughs> the earliest the earliest thing I saw on there uh, was an Among Us character with a red penis that was, like, rocketing across the screen and then bouncing around the screen. Uh, so that was that was the first thing that sort of showed up on that that Is canvas. An Among Us character. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's been one of the main like things showing up everywhere. Uh, there's like mm-hmm. I guess an entire faction of people just like making Among Us everywhere. So anywhere there's open space, there's Among Us. Among um, us. Anywhere where I mean, there's like that, that is what the, mm-hmm. that has been the largest. Yeah, Among Us. Uh, yeah. Amogus? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like the I guess the largest group to pop up post 2016 of any other demographic. Sure. Which is really really interesting. I are there any other just like I guess pop cultural phen- phenomenons from the past 6 years that are present? What what do you mean? So like you said that uh that uh Mungus popped up, right? Mm-hmm. So like, did in I guess like is, is there a COVID like mm, virus somewhere on There's it or, so, or, or something like that? That's yeah. interesting. I actually have not really? seen any okay. references to COVID nineteen. That's actually really interesting. I hadn't thought about that at all. I wonder hmm. why. Maybe people are just like trying to avoid thinking about it, or like it's just yeah. like it's it's supposed to not be a normal thing. You know, it, like yeah, if it was I, early in a pandemic, the... we might see it, but. Yeah, yeah, because because I'm guess the the page itself is just sort of a expression of internet culture on a vast scale. Kind of, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, which is why things like uh, uh, mangas would would be present. I was just wondering, like, what other very popular quote unquote memes would be up there? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if like Will Smith slapping Chris Chris Rock mm. was. Was like was like in there somewhere has or like COVID nineteen or Donald Trump oh, has yeah. not shown up yet. Uh, the Donald Trump, uh, some some Donald Trump group. Uh, I think it's like slash or slash conservative that is maintaining the American flag and destroying yeah, the yeah, trans yeah. flag. So that's uh, relevant. Um, yeah, no, it's it's just it's very very interesting. Um, especially yeah, the, with the new section of Canvas, it, it has really changed a lot in. Um, the small amount of time that it's been up. It's definitely a different culture from the first section. I think just because, like, all of the organized groups, like, made their stuff on the first section. And then mm. when there was all that extra space, they kind of, like, they were spread thinner. And so, like, trolls and stuff kind of had better... I don't know. They, they had less to fight against, basically. That's my theory. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah, so just more uniformity. Overall, it seems, which is honestly really dope, because uh, this is their second round of doing this. Yes, you said, yeah, okay, nice, nice. Which this is perfectly going to breed on on uh, on over into the uh, cyber real estate space. You're I can see it. correct. Yeah, um, I can't wait until um, Meta has some stuff about the metaverse on there. I think that will be the best 
a possible thing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, and even though, like, I feel that if if some someday there becomes a third tier of uh, reality that's just like the the like metaverse mm-hmm. i still feel that 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 reddit will somehow find a way to uh, to operate above the metaverse so it'll be sure. like a meta metaverse meta yeah. metaverse meta meta um never met a better metaverse um Oof. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry um Anyway, so that, that's been my, my update. I don't know. I thought it was really cool. If you haven't checked it out, um, you should. I think it's really pretty. There was a, um, obviously, uh, Slasher Slash Bear Humans made a, a tribute to Worm on there, just like they did the first time. Um, so mm-hmm. we're f- forever shrined as a piece of uh, internet history, which I think is quite nice. Um, I'm waiting to see nice. if they double the canvas again. Let me real quick check, because I haven't in a while. It doesn't look like they have. Mm-hmm. I really thought that they would. Double, um, double, this, this, double, double, that, that. Um, yes. So they put Among Us everywhere where there's, like, a complicated pattern because they just, like, it's sometimes it's hard to see that it's an Among Us. Um, mm-hmm. But then if you zoom in, it's nothing but Among Us. Like, there's among there's us, a, yes. a Star Star Wars poster, and it's just made of Among Us. <laughs> see, but that's that's really fun. It looks good, <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that they, they mostly fixed it. Um, but yes. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a very, very pretty thing. I'm, I'm scrolling around it right now. Um, I see. Well, you know what? Speaking of imposters, mm-hmm. um, I know that both me and you boast about being the best writers to, to ever come out since um, Langston Hughes. Yes. You know? Yeah. But every day. Uh, we don't really write that often. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that's why we did found this this podcast, Do the Right Thing. Uh-huh. We uh, have gotten a nice community and uh, audience to write in some fantastic stories to us. Mm-hmm. Especially on, on this week, the last week of our March prompt of tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we know who we are reading uh, today? Because I, I don't think we do. I don't think we uh, did pick one, but let me just look at the red. Oh, yeah. I was thinking uh, Captain Rhino because we haven't read Captain Rhino in a while. Yeah, because they haven't written too. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, the story we will be talking about today is by Captain Rhino. Well, we will be reading and talking about it. It's by Captain Rhino with Playing Regicide. Mm hmm. <clears throat> This is Playing Regicide by Captain Rhino. Jacob ran down the corridor, paused a moment to catch his breath, then unbolted the door to the royal suite. Sire, he shouted, hurrying through the living quarters. The bedchamber door was locked. Jacob hammered on the door. Sire! Sire! And then put his shoulder through the door, knocking the flimsy lock out of the frame. He approached the sleeping figure of the king and shook him awake, a lot more forcefully than was respectful. The king startled. It was a strange place for him after all. Sire, we need to move. Assassins have penetrated the castle. They have killed some of the guards. These chambers are not defensible. We need to get to the lower dungeons. The king's eyes grew wide. Assassins? Who would dare? Jacob thrust a gabinson at the king. Put this on. We don't have much time. The king stood, dressed only in his nightshirt, then began to put on the 
put on the padded cloth armor. Lord Lady Carlyle's men stand true to the old way, sire, Jacob said. We have sworn to never harm the sacred flesh, breath, blood, or bone. We will defend you for as long as we are in Lady Carlyle's, Carlyle's custody. But there are others amongst the council's alliance who embrace the new way, and they are without shame. They do not believe you will sign the council's charter, and so they wish to kill you and replace you with your nephew. The king's hands, already shaking, grew worse. He looked up in fright. He looked up in fright. They can't do that, he said, panicking. I have the fourfold blessing. The four sacred lives. They can't replace me. The new men do not believe in such things, sire, and their resources are more than you know. Quick, we must hurry. Jacob grabbed the king roughly by the arm and hurried him from the bedchamber. The king spluttered at the breach of protocol, at the breach of protocol, only to be silenced by the serious look on Jacob's face and the flintlock pistol he held in his other hand. Not pointed at the king, pointed at the doorway, as if an assassin could come bursting through at any moment. They entered the corridor that Jacob had come from and turned left. Ten Carlisle men in loose formation came running the other way, all armed with pistol and scimitar. For the fourfold blessing, they murmured as they saw the king, but their focus was clearly elsewhere. They ran past. Fifteen seconds later, there was a gunshot from somewhere behind Jacob and the king, followed by a, followed by a scream and the sound of clashing steel. God's above and God's below, the king swore. Hurry, sire. They ran. Jacob leaning... Jacob leading the king up hallways and downstairs, weaving through the warren of Castle Carlisle. Wherever they went, the sounds of fighting were not far behind. Despite the physical exertion, the king's complexion was growing paler and paler. When they reached the lower dungeon, they found it deserted. The king stopped in a panic. Where are my men? The others you captured. They are in the other dungeons, sire. This is a lower dungeon. Few know it, and it is easily defended. You are safest here. Jacob grabbed a lantern from the wall, and then the wall right by his hand exploded into fragments of stone. He whirled around, dropped the lantern, and drew his scimitar. A man in dark leather armor stood there, already throwing his pistol to one side and lunging with his own short sword. The king shrieked in terror. Jacob felt the short sword deflect off his male shirt. The stab had left the would-be assassin overextended, so Jacob punched him in the side of the head with his left hand, then stabbed the man in the chest. Blood exploded everywhere. The man fell to the ground with a muffled gurgle. Quick, sire, there will be more. Jacob grabbed the lantern and the king and rushed into the lower dungeon. It was small, a narrow corridor lined on each side with five heavy doors. A Jacob pushed the king into one cell. I'm going to lock you in. Be silent. It will be pitch black inside once I shut the door. Jacob drew his pistol and handed it to the king. Do you know how to use this? The king could barely the king could barely nod. Don't trust anyone who comes to the door except for me. The password is Green Deer. If someone doesn't say that, then be silent. Hopefully they won't realize you're in there. If they do, then, well, try to kill as many as you can. 
Jakob shut the door and bolted it. As Jakob sauntered off back down the corridor, he saw that Antonov was sitting up, pulling the bloody pig's bladder out from under his armor. Didn't hurt you, did I? You absolutely did. You should take a boxing, Carlisle man. You've got a great left hook. Yakov smiled bashfully, despite himself. My father trained me. My father trained me. It's a Carlisle tradition. Antonov smiled back. You know, you might just convince me that the old way is better. I say so. What does the new way get you? A royal corpse. But if you use your head a bit, the old way has some real opportunities. They really should have added the sacred mind to the flesh, breath, blood, and bone. It's an obvious weak spot, completely unprotected. The old man and the new man sat in the lower dungeon talking for the next three hours, occasionally stopping to fire off their pistols or fight a few loud mock duels. The king was almost catatonic when, the, when Jacob finally gave him the all-clear. The council's charter was signed by sunset that day. Cool. All right. All right. Well, I really enjoy the um, pacing of the story, first and foremost. I, I really do love how we start off in this sort of tense moment where the king has has to run. And we see how Jakob is trying everything to sort of pro protect him. And I also really do in, enjoy a lot of these naming con, con conventions. They sort of have their own sensibility to them that sort mm -hmm. of is hinting at maybe a, a a wider language that i would love to see see more from um but yeah i, I think that the dynamic between Jakob and the king is is very nice we can tell like exactly how they normally interact how how much Jakob probably does to protect this this king so yeah overall i just think that, that this is a really solid and accomplished story that uh, does really well at its pacing to keep us engaged and uh, and uh, interested and entertained while also um, giving us wider pieces about the world building here. So mm -hmm. really good job. Yeah, um, I really like the slow reveal of the twist the most. Mm -hmm. uh, that's yeah. probably my favorite thing as we go down there. And there's just a couple very, very small clues. Um, one that I don't think is like really drawn any attention to, but it's there is uh, how they don't actually see anyone do any fighting. It's always something far away. Um, how the dungeons are empty. I mean, as soon as as soon as our main character puts the king in the dungeon and locks him in there, I was kind of like, okay, this is he's yeah. clearly this is clearly a trick. <laughs> uh, but then he hands him the uh, the the pistol, and I was like, oh, so maybe they are really mean it, but. Um, yeah, I like this sort of reveal that it's even beyond just like a little trick to put him in a cell. It's actually um, a whole entire ruse just to convince the king that he is uh, threatened without actually um, having anyone to like die or anything. Um, mm -hmm. And perhaps making him still like pliable and, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. What's what's I mean, like I've. I've never seen any, I guess, tactic like that, which is why I really do enjoy this this story. It's sort of um, just solely playing mind mind uh, mind games, um, and it does like especially as you get towards the end, repaint your initial assumptions of I of Jakob, and and how that you can sense a great power struggle 
around the 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 corner but this is solely just setting up the pieces and and the pawns of of what's to to come uh, while also keeping us fairly in engaged and qu- and questioning throughout this this one story so yeah really dope yeah if we're talking um within the context of the story the whole little like loophole of um because because when you pay attention it does seem like oh the carlisles like actually are truly like um they, like they keep their oath of of working mm-hmm. to protect the king's uh breath blood bone and uh what was the last one um uh, flesh. it was breath yeah. blood but yeah yeah and uh i really like that i like the little alliteration uh for three of those um but uh yeah the mind is not one of them and so <laughs> that means that they are allowed to trick the king um yeah is it just, i don't know it's just a little touch that um just implies a little bit more about the world and stuff I, I actually wouldn't have minded a little bit more attention drawn to that just because it's i don't know just like a neat little thing but uh maybe that's just because i like things to be dumbed down so fucking much but <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um i mean I feel that most most things within this weren't like too com- complex. I, I guess. What do you mean by dumb dumb down? Oh, sometimes I, I don't know. I just have like an urge for things to like be spelled the hell out. I think just because I don't trust most readers, um, and so I just kind of assume that no one is going to get it, even though they totally would, because it is obvious. Um, or maybe it's just because mm. when it is more uh, obvious and like more attention drawn to it, that means that like I don't know more can be done with like directly addressing it. Um, this isn't like I'm not. I don't know. It, it's just some some feelings I have, and I'm not entirely sure how seriously to take them. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean that that sort of breeds into this uh, this entire concept of um, audience, which I know I've been really thinking about recently, especially over these last weeks and writing so many essays and papers mm-hmm. and, and such, and. There is a lot of different conflicting theories on it, really. Like, I, I know the vast majority of people would say that your audience is much smarter than you give them credit for. But at the same time, we do have to think of when they were writing it versus now, when when, when we are writing now. Mm-hmm. And, like, every study shows we have uh, less of a, a, a attention span. Less people are able to actually read into subtext which is which is crazy so yeah i mean i I think it is very valid to have the important bits of your story quote-unquote dumbed down um yeah i'm not necessarily telling captain rhino to do that here just like i don't know that's an urge i I have while i'm uh, yeah yeah story yeah and it really just comes to audience i mean like saying with like uh, I know I had to write a um, essay this this week about metal music, right? And I was Ooh. talking about uh, I was talking about Iron Maiden, right? Mm-hmm. And if I was just writing this in general, I wouldn't have have, have done this. But knowing that my audience is a older woman who in most of her free time reviews classical music. Mm-hmm. So she will know about music, but she probably won't won't know about metal. So I did have to spend a while sort of explaining the foundations like basic, yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah like stuff. Yeah. So that when I do get to my main 
to my main arguments about like metal overall and like placement of bands and you know yada 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 that i wouldn't lose her before i even started so yeah just just really knowing that audience i think is almost as important as knowing the reason as to why you were writing the piece in the first place right 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 mm-hmm. yeah um so to just to focus on some other uh bits yeah, yeah, yeah. um i do very much like the sort of actions that are going on here um and uh the the dialogue between these characters um uh there was another thing i wanted to mention i don't remember what it was but i don't know if you have anything you want to mention um not really i mean overall i, I just know it's a, it's a really great great read um the 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 twist got me i was i was there for the turns um and yeah i just really enjoy the style that this story is 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 in there's this really great mm-hmm. diction work mm-hmm. at work here yeah yeah um i found the the thing that it was um which is just a very small thing that i wanted to mention um when uh Jakob, uh stabs his friend and blood goes everywhere yeah there's the phrase blood exploded everywhere i felt like it was a little bit too informal and i wanted like a little bit more spe- specificity um i do mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be it, it's great that it's there um, because of course that's that's set up for it actually just being a, a bloody pig's bladder um, but something like blood great line. Um, exploded and then something more specific or, or just the word mm-hmm. I think everywhere is a little vague and it feels more like it's by like a younger narrator or something you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, I see that and yeah maybe it's just the the words exploded everywhere together because exploded is is already a fairly vague term quote quote like it is the the act of something exploding but things can explode in a vast uh amount of ways so it's two non-specific terms next to each other maybe that's why you're having a a problem with this it could be it could be i think just if there was like a specific like blood exploded onto the walls and floor blood exploded Mm -hmm. um out the yeah. the front of blood, his chest, um, mm-hmm. blood blood bursted along the uh, cobblestone walls, making yada 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 yada. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did like actually. Now that I think about it, the word uh, exploded because it was definitely unusual. I read exploded and I was like, that's yes. kind of blood doesn't just explode everywhere. But that's uh, in, in retrospect, that definitely is intentional of just like yeah, because it's he's not actually bleeding, right? Yeah, just. Psh- but yeah, yeah, no, this is a really, really great, great story, uh, Captain Rhino, and we're excited to not only see you writing, but that you decide to write in this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks um, for uh, for coming back. Yeah. But all right, it's high time to roll on into our listener submitted story section, so we would like to say... Th- uh, excuse me we would like to say thank you to everyone who did leave a story so thank you very much to ace of sword just stand 8460 captain rhino and walker by faith and the story we will be talking about first is by ace of sword with spike take part four mm-hmm. um yeah so this is that final part of the series with the um the terrible tooth uh man super villain stuff yeah yeah mouth mouthful of teeth yes teeth full of mouths yes um so here's a wonderful i don't know a little little conclusion where we uh wrap up we go back to the beginning which is that the, it was a couple on a helicopter doing something that they do every single year and we slowly sort of realize what is going on 
Um, they are approaching a mansion where someone there has been retired. Um, and uh, they see the guy. He's got, like, a gun out. They prepare to, like, attack. Um, the guy with the teeth, <laughs> we get some, like, wonderful little world building where he's shooting out dragon's teeth, uh, which, like, in the um, Iliad, or maybe it's the Odyssey, I don't remember which, um, they... Um, sprout into fully formed uh, uh like undead soldiers it's very fun um and uh yeah so they just basically attach it they drop some giant's teeth through his house and just totally fuck it up and then finally they say see you next year golden fist um um <laughs> saying it at william b richard aka golden fist ex-ceo of caring heart insurances ex-vigilante um and uh I, just, I like the, the last line that we sign off with, which is, I'll kill you next time, luxury bones, <laughs> which is just, <laughs> what, a, what a fun villain yeah. name. I like it. Yeah. And, and I love how like so many of the villain names are like intentionally goofy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I just love luxury bones. It's like a great little, you know, it was just like, oh yeah, you, you think bones are... Um, the teeth are luxury bones that they don't deserve to be covered by insurance. Well, now that's my fucking villain name, and I'm gonna destroy your house luxury every bones. year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like this this series overall was a really really fun fun one. It didn't really shy away from not only being fun, light, light, lighthearted, and goofy, but we also got these really sort of like uncanny valley moments that. Um, at at least when it comes to all of the teeth stuff, I know you're not too keen on teeth <laughs> stuff when it comes nah, to nah, like, like did, horror. This didn't touch my uncomfortableness with it. It's fine. No, it, no, it didn't. But it did like paint these really nice pictures for me mm-hmm. when it came to the d d description, and I really do enjoy throughout the series where a lot of the focus and time was taken, um, and. On top of that, the series overall really gave us like a nice picture of this this overall world while staying very hyper focused on these specific characters. Was was I think you know what was is is a is a difficult thing to really balance um, when you are trying to not only establish a a a world but to establish characters and then on top of that make it funny. Mm-hmm. You know, so there are a lot of layers that were at play here, and I think on practically every front this this series of stories was pretty successful and gave us a fairly satisfying ending mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was very fun mm-hmm. yeah yeah well all right our next story is by just saying eight four six zero uh with sarah and the wolves part six cousin cow yes this is part of that series with the lovely chicken um named sarah mm-hmm. Uh, so this random other chicken has shown up, uh, kind of like a suitor. Mm-hmm. Um, Doesn't count. Yeah, at the same time that uh, the wolves have shown up. And she goes out there. She's trying to sweet talk them and ask, ask the uh, rooster to just act normal. Um, and uh, she's just trying to keep things low key and to not have things explode. Uh, but Cal, the rooster, picks a fight, um, not realizing that it would be his certain doom. Um and uh, Sarah gets, like, really freaked out about it. Finally, it, it fully, like, ex- explodes into a real confrontation. The mm-hmm. rooster goes and rips Craig the wolf's uh, eyes out, or one of his eyes, anyway. Um, 
and uh, because she wants to avoid just a bloodbath, which she would die as well, um, Sarah murders her second rooster, um, uh, the second one after the one that, that assaulted her her mother mm-hmm. and like rips out his throat <laughs> which is really metal um yeah yeah pretty pretty baller not yeah. gonna lie and it ends with um craig uh the wolf saying i was actually preparing to end this this arrangement and, and to leave you alone essentially um and uh but yeah i didn't want this to happen and uh he mm-hmm. says that i yield and then he he runs away uh with his pack um basically saying that he'll leave her alone and yeah that he didn't want this to happen yeah so this <laughs> this this story quickly got re-complicated but now we're at a resolution question mark um but yeah i just i really like the addition of this sort of cousin cal because calvin is this sort of like very cavalier taking on this role as a protector of of sorts but this unwanted overbearing pro protector so 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 quickly um and like you can tell that as soon as like you know craig came in they were they were really butting heads i did not expect it to Mm -hmm. just sort of jump into an all-out brawl but I do really love how it was de de described. Uh, the the scene itself going from like pretty heated back and forth, but nothing too too crazy, to Calvin just like sprinting and <laughs> just trying to uh, get at Craig, and having Sarah uh, to once again put down a uh, another rooster, which seems <laughs> to be a a sad trend for her yeah um, so yeah i i think that this story ended like or not or this this section of the story ended in the very crazy place in a very exciting a very exciting place which is very different than what we've seen previously from this story um and i'm and i'm really wondering if craig is really going to leave sarah alone like you know mm-hmm. if, if 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 this is the the like end end or if there is still more messiness mm-hmm. to 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 come because i know sarah's probably in a uh emotionally wrecked place at mm-hmm. this point yeah uh just stand in the comment does say that this is just kind of like the ending that they were able to, to yeah. come up with um i think it's totally if you want if you want to leave it as is i think that's that's totally more than yeah. fine and, and totally okay i i if you want to do more with ending i think that there's totally room here it totally feels like um, there's room for for Craig to come back and talk with Sarah and and for them to like I don't know get along a little bit better, um, but uh, yeah no this this totally works as well. Um, I did mm-hmm. want to say uh, yeah it's interesting that the sort of themes that are sort of going on here the sort of ones that are uh, hinted at even if they're not like super explored super in depth because you have so so just to to go through this is just like the relationships that Sarah has had with the men in her life, which I think is very interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. So you have in her past, uh, her mother being uh, assaulted by uh, a rooster. So someone that like, I don't know, is supposed to not be a predator, but was. Um, And then she was at the whims of a a terrible like wolf predator um, that had like that veneer of politeness while still being vicious Mm -hmm. underneath. Um, And then basically the exact same thing with Craig as well, um, who also assaulted her. Um, and then you have this last rooster that's like want to fight her assaulter, but someone that you could view as her abuser. 
Um, but and then that she turns on them as well um, because mm-hmm. she doesn't want it to escalate and doesn't want to make the abuser angry basically um yeah so it's very interesting what's what's going on here and sort of the ways that things are are being dealt with um yeah yeah and it yeah i don't know there's there's stuff i think about that too i've definitely um this is something that i don't know i was thinking about because it came up on tiktok a couple times of like um okay i'm really getting into a tangent now but so you know how like there's there's uh, various responses that you can have to stressful situations um and um there's a couple more responses uh to um abusive situations so you have your your fight or flight right for Mm -hmm. various situations there's also freeze depending on what's going on um and then when it comes to interpersonal stuff there's also fawn um uh which is to placate the abuser at, at any cost basically uh, so rather than running away, rather than freezing up, rather than fighting, um, you just kind of give in and try to make everything better for them. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I, I see Sarah doing here. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've just been thinking about it because I definitely have that sort of response. Um, like, I, you know, picking the side of the bad person over someone else that's like picking the fight just because it's like, which one can I actually get to calm down kind of thing? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. No, yeah, and, and, and that's a really good reading of, of this this story, and I really do enjoy sort of how those themes are explored, um, especially when we got a chance to sort of jump back into the history of Sarah, and it really gave us a, additional context that sort of colored, especially these uh, later these later entries, in a different light that makes us sort of, I guess, fear for Sarah even more, but in a very different way Mm -hmm. uh in in less of a in less of a predator prey sort of a a situation and yeah bringing it back to that sort of like that like threat of interpersonal re re relationships and the ones that she has fostered um so yeah i mean this this story is very accomplished within within that that um that like aspect and i think that you know for for this to be the end i think it's a really solid ending and it and it shows us again because i correct me if i'm wrong but this series started last month when the theme was still unrequited love Mm -hmm. uh and yeah that like that concept fully followed through to the very end how this quote-unquote love was never was never meant meant to be no matter how much uh sarah felt for uh someone like craig and and no matter how much any other event within her her life sort of makes them want this this sort of love the fact of the matter is is that it wasn't meant to be and i enjoy how we got to see that at the mm-hmm. very end. Yeah, definitely an interesting uh, thing in addition. Yeah, the whole, like, mm-hmm. desire to, I don't know, that the attraction to someone who would be an abuser and how that's, like, really, yeah. like, unhealthy. Um, but also, like, sometimes it's it's still valid even if it is unhealthy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's interesting. It's complicated. Um, and it's just an interesting concept to explore with uh, chicken people and wolf yeah. people. Definitely, definitely. But all right, thank you very much to JustStan8460 for submitting your story. And the final story for this week is by Walker by Faith with Mad Morgan. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, I want to say thanks to Walker by Faith for writing so consistently for so long. We really do yeah. appreciate that, and we notice it, and um, just wanted to, to, to mention that. Um, but this story is with that uh, guy who um, was going to steal from the place, uh, from, from this, like, rich woman, but got noticed, and then her friend confronted him, um, but, like, wants to join him on the heist. And so here we are on the heist, um, and they... We're, we're sort of in um, uh, our main character's head as he sort of just, like, reflects on um, how he feels crazy because he's just, like, kind of doing the same thing over and over again. He keeps, sort of, like, running out of money and then going, doing a heist again. Um, uh, but now he's chosen to go on this height with, like, this crazy woman is how he is viewing her. Um, and then so he uh, goes and steals things and she's being, like, sarcastic and, like, not taking it very seriously. Um, and then finally, um, she calls for him, um, after he's, like, done stealing, essentially, and, um, he finds her, and she's, like, clearly, like, she says in the, in the sultry voice, um, is there time to play, uh, as in, like, let's have sex in the people's house that we are stealing from, and he's so freaked out by this that he basically just, like, runs away. (laughs) Which, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) quite valid um but yeah no i i really do enjoy this sort of twist or this this turn of the story because i know in the previous entry we were both talking about how this can only spell disaster based off of how the uh main character is sort of describing this uh, this woman and we sort of come to find out that like as they were stealing stuff she was stealing stuff too but it was definitely mostly him doing stuff as she was just there but her her presence did add this like another layer of worry and um yeah because she's obviously not completely right uh <laughs> but no i think that that this is a really great uh continuation of the previous parts definitely mm-hmm. uh and it had a nice bit like a few bits of comedy the the dispersed throughout but it's almost like that sort of like black comedy to where like it's only funny because we are definitely stealing stuff from people but you definitely want to fuck right now right um, so yeah, I just I just really liked all of those sort of like elements at play here. I, I really love the cadence and this and the story overall. So really good job, Walk by Faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely found it interesting. I didn't expect him to say no actually because that seems like a mm. de-escalation of problems. It seems like a good decision, and I I didn't expect that. Um, yeah, so I thought that <laughs> was interesting. Yeah, I definitely want to know what's going on. It definitely feels like. Like, I felt like, you know, th- th- that Morgan is trying to, like, murder him or something. That's that's what it feels like. It feels like she's yeah, going to, like, it's a eat trap. his face or something. Um, or, like, rip out his throat, like, mid-coitus. Uh, so that, that's my, my current theory uh, about where things are going. Um, I don't know. How, how do you feel about that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's, that's not far off. I would say I don't know about eating face, but definitely murder seems seems a she has possibility. It up a lot. Yeah, <laughs> she she uh, definitely has a a bit too much to not worry about. But uh, yeah, I I definitely think that we're on the the route of 
his life might be in be in danger that she might end up just like mur- murdering him yeah i um, i really thought uh another thing as we showed up at the house was going to be that like uh actually the family uh is still here and she's like tied them all up or something Ooh, yeah <laughs> like, or um like 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 he would like w- walk in and she had already murdered every like the whole yeah, family or yeah. something yeah or like has her friend like there i don't know mm-hmm. um it would be freaky would would be freaky to do pretty freaky deaky not not, not gonna lie mm-hmm. um but yeah uh so yeah thank you very much to walk by faith and i think it's high time to say thank you to everyone who left comments leaving comments not only under your own story but under someone else's can condense all of your own thoughts on your story so that others can see it and comment on it as well but you're providing someone else with great feedback that can only improve them and you as writers so thank you very much to ace of sword just did a four six zero walker by faith and Captain Rhino, thank you so much for leaving comments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If you want to be like all these wonderful writers and submit your story to Do the Right Thing, you can do that by going to Reddit at slash r slash do the right thing. All you have to do is sit down for 30 minutes and write a complete short story using three or four randomly generated words. Uh, that's right. If you want to see the words as soon as they come out, is um, if you want to see the words as soon as they come out, the best place to do that would be to follow us on Twitter at RightThingCast um, on Twitter. Uh, if you hit that notification bell, you'll get a notification as soon as the words come out. Um, uh, as well, you can send us an email at RightThingCast at gmail.com if you want to let us know anything about anything. Um, real quick, I want to address um, just and. Uh, 8460 left a comment um, asking mm, just yeah, everyone yeah. generally um, what is your motivation as a writer? Um, so Walker by Faith says that he uh, loves feedback and, and when he discovers a story and, and shares it um, that other people pull things from it that he didn't even see when he was writing it um, and that it really just feels good to have people read this work and stuff. Um, just an- answering their own question says that I'm aiming to entertain people first, whatever that means to the reader. Um, and that they consider a piece to be good by one basic criteria, people want to read it. I think that's a very good uh, criteria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Jarvis, what, what is your motivation as a writer? What, why do you write? Hmm. My motivation as a writer is probably two twofold. I think first and foremost, I really do love the process um because the process is always about just like bettering your your own work Mm -hmm. so i i I love coming up with with outlines i love drafting and i love looking at a draft seeing how awful the whole thing is and then like spending hours just sort of going through with with a fine tooth 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 comb to make it better i don't know for for me there's something almost therapeutic about that um and on the other side it's also just the expression part of it like i know that i can say numerous things and talk about numerous topics and really focus on themes and um and motifs i know that i couldn't do so much in normal life when it comes to 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 talking personally or just to any other form of me of uh, media you can get you just get so much depth of discussion depth of concept depth of story um through writing which is probably why i'm so drawn to this medium of expression mm-hmm. yeah there's what a lot about sense. you though yeah kind of kind of the same thing um with slightly different flavors so 
Um, on one hand, I just really, really like editing. It just it just feels right to make something just sound right. Um, so mm -hmm. on the technical aspect, that's definitely something that I, I really like to do. Um, so that relates to your thing about um, uh, continual self-improvement. But also, um, I think when I write my own things, it's just like I feel like I have something that I want to share. I have like an idea that I really want to realize that I want to get out of my head and onto the page and like... I don't know, show people how cool this idea thing, this concept I made up is, or this thing that I've mm -hmm. been thinking about is. Um, so that's usually my, my motivations. It's like something I've been struggling with and trying to find an answer to, or I have like a cool mm -hmm. idea that I, I want to show people because I just think it's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I see that through and through the, that want to honestly just just get, just get things out and uh and like on to the page because i know it's so easy just to have like oh the craziest most di diabolical concept just stuck in your 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 head but once you sort of put that on on page it turns into something totally totally new it's less of a concept and more of a a actual a a, a actualization of another reality mm -hmm. in a sense Sure, Which yeah. is dope. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but okay, I think that is all we have for y'all. Um, if you want to support Doof Media and all the things that we do here, um, you can do that by going to uh, do uh, patreon.com slash doofmedia and donating at whatever uh, dollar amount that you feel is right for you. Um, you can also share the podcast. If you know any writer friends um, and they need something to inspire them, consider showing them this podcast. I think it's quite effective. Um, to get people to to, to write. Um, there's been so many great stories submitted to this podcast. I, I'm always like in awe when I think about um, how we've been doing this for three years and consistently have gotten Crazy. Uh, stories every single week. So that's that's a lot of stories. Um, that's like a thousand stories at this point. I don't know how many, but it's a lot. Um, so yeah. yeah, thanks for everyone who, who has submitted this story. And, um, and if you haven't in a while or you're um, just, I don't know, thinking about it, please do. Um, we always want to read your stuff. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, well, all right, time to roll on into next week's words. Let me go ahead and roll. Mm. Cool. So the theme or topic for the month of April is going to be satire. We uh, This is a topic that we have done previously in uh, previous years, but we would love to see what your own and new take on Sat on satire is and can be mm -hmm. um it uh, it can be overly funny or it could be fairly serious just as long as you are poking fun of a larger concept whether it is a issue within society whether it is a kind of person whether whether it is a idea a a school of thought as long as you are sort of portraying that and poking fun at, fun at it through its shortcomings it will be satire yeah try to make sure it's not like uh, just mean-spirited um try to yeah. if you're gonna punch up uh that's the much better than punching down um ideally it's something that you're very familiar with not just out of like respect or whatever uh but also just because if you're more familiar with it then you can probably do a, a better take on it right um and making fun of ourselves is always um, a really, really great place for that. So, yeah, consider mm -hmm. uh, writing something about satire and just comedy generally as well. Um, just, I think this is a good month to practice that. It's April. It was April Fool's Day. Uh, so that's kind of, the, yeah, Full that's the day. reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you do anything yeah. for April Fool's Day? Did you prank anyone? 
No, I I, I actually didn't, which was sur- surprising. Um, Wait, do you, are you? Yeah, I don't know. I was just tired. Uh, I used to be a much bigger prankster, but it's kind of hard to like set up a whole prank when you're also thinking, "Wow, I have 17 things to do in the next 12 hours." Right, you right, know? right, 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 right. Uh, but yeah, but the words you will be using to make mm-hmm. your story right uh-huh. are okay yearn no depressed and harass say again yearn y-e-a-r-n no n-o depressed d-e-p-r-e-s-s-e-d and harassed h-a-r-a-s-s okay um yeah you didn't have to spell all of them i just needed to hear them again but thank you <laughs> well, yeah, this is this this is for everyone. Right, right. Uh, so everyone can can spell it at home. Um, mm-hmm. So to yearn is to really, really, really want something to sort of feel like an mm-hmm. emptiness inside. Um, I've kind of been having like a long distance relationship for a bit, so I definitely very, very familiar with this. Um, mm-hmm. It's yearning. a very, very sapphic thing to just constantly be yearning for someone. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all, I, I watch watch a portrait of a lady on fire if you want a good picture of yearning. This is, that's oh, a good really? one. I, oh, cause oh I, god! Because I keep seeing it like on the uh, the streaming it's services. It's just really gay, and that means that there's just so much just like reaching for someone that you can't have. That's just mm. oh man, oh man, that, that it, it got me. It's good. Um, it got you. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. High praise. No, for sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, definitely. It's a strong feeling, yearning. Um, mm-hmm. And you can yearn for non-romantic things, of course, as well. You can yearn yeah, to be free. You can yearn for food. That's true. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So the next word is no, which is uh, a negation. It's that you don't want yes. a thing, um, which maybe someone is yearning for something and then someone else says no. Maybe it's the person that they're mm-hmm. yearning for. Maybe it's someone else that's in charge of the whole thing. Who knows? Mm. Um, yes. Next is the depressed, which is a yeah. is mood. It's relatable. We it's all a know vibe. what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> it is it is the the main vibe. <laughs> I really don't understand how people are not depressed. It's just it's been my default state for so long. Not to be all like, ooh, I'm mentally ill, but I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like I just yeah, no, I just don't understand. I, I don't I, I how can you be any other way i don't get it but anyway yeah, I don't it's know, just cause... a state kind of without happiness often it's like a numbness mm-hmm. um you don't really have motivations sometimes it's hard to get out of bed um it can be brought on by specific uh events in which case it's pretty much a natural response you know if someone dies and you get depressed that's pretty valid um but um it's also sometimes just a chemical thing where there is no cause whatsoever yeah yeah and next is harass Mm-hmm. Um, which is when you bother someone. Yeah, when when you bother someone else, uh, there are different forms of harassment, but at, at its basis form, it's just when some person bothers someone else, and the person that is being bothered does not want to be bothered. That's right, which is why uh, it could definitely match up with no and yearning. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I feel and like if you wanna if you wanna satire some like incels, this would be the perfect week to do it. <laughs> Yo, it's all finally. right there for you yeah yeah well wait wait hold on didn't you say not to punch down okay but like that's not they're like they're men though so like that's what? not i don't think that's how it works 
You're not supposed to punch down in like a societal, like structural sense. That's that's the main thing. Sure, I mean, like, I think, I think that Donald Trump is I... like really fucking pathetic in a lot of ways. I like, I I do pity him straight up, but he's also yeah. he has power, so that's what makes it okay. Yeah, but incels inherently don't have power. Well, they they're do. the butt of every joke. They do have power because they're men and they don't recognize that that power that they do have and then they hurt people because of it. They feel that they're entitled. That's why that they are so sad. Yeah, but it's so sad that they feel entitled. I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is that to make I get fun what you of, mean, to, but to I make disagree. fun of to fake to make fun of in uh, incels are saying that they're at a higher standard if if you're not punching down if you're punching up you can't really punch up at incels because maybe it's just me but i view them as like the lowest tier of internet group yeah i don't know it's complicated it is complicated but i think they're an acceptable target so sure yeah do it fuck it (laughs) no don't fuck them that's the whole yeah yep all right or hey maybe maybe it'll fix all of their problems you're so right maybe, that's honestly, they just maybe need they, some sex they, no they just need a hug mm, no because if you give them a hug then they'll be upset um that you didn't have sex with them because like what you're gonna leave them in the friend zone that's that's terrible you know that's if you true. give an incel a hug he'll want a blowjob too that's that's what that's that like that old children's book yeah yeah if you give an insula a hug they'll want a blowjob too yeah yeah and if you give I, them uh, a blowjob i read that in like fifth yeah. grade i need to i need to remember the rhymes for that all right uh jarvis give me your three second story one two um three yearning is not a good thing mm-hmm. when i yearn i become depressed and i harass myself mentally mm-hmm. Because it turns out I was just hungry the whole time. I was hangry, mm-hmm. but no one gave me any food. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I, I, yep. I think I, I also have a story about food, actually. Um, so mm-hmm. it's about a mouse uh, that lived in a house, and mouse in um, a house. this the the grandma would make these pies and put it on the windowsill. What's um, your louse? Yeah, and so the mouse would see that and see the like with the the air going and be like oh my gosh that's so delicious i i yearn for it and and then the mouse asked the the lady because the lady was you know the mouse's landlord because they own the house um can i have some of that pie and the landlady was like no and then the uh mouse uh got really 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 depressed uh but then began a campaign of harassment against the lady and really crossed some lines like, like, really, like, like, bit holes in, like, the lady's underwear and stuff. Like, really shouldn't, like, that's uncomfortable. Like, into their private stuff. And um, they got evicted because of it. And they honestly kind of deserved it. it. They were fine. They, they had an engineering job. So they landed on their feet. But, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's my story. Wow. Okay. So they landed on, on their feet after messing up, which mm-hmm. is uh, kind of the... Um, the whole theory about uh America. That's right. That you fight every day, and you might fall down, mm-hmm. but if you land on your your feet, do the right then thing. You're a true, then you're a true patriot. Actually, do, yeah, do the right thing. We should put the national anthem. You know, what if we had our outro be the national anthem? 
sure. Wait, isn't that like...